Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the P1 Breaking News Podcast. That's correct. We are here to talk about the sadness for Liam Lawson, but the happiness for Yuki Tsunoda and Daniel Ricciardo, who have been locked in, chosen for Alpha Tauri for 2024, Tommy. Not a surprise, considering all the rumours that have been going around, but it's finally locked in. There was a part of me that was like, are Alpha Tauri just going to wait a little bit longer? No, they didn't. No, they didn't. Uh... Personally, I think they should have, but you can see why uh, they've done it here of all places, obviously, Yuki Tsunoda's home race uh, and having that positive story of keeping him on board. Yeah, because I, I can understand why they... Well, I mean, look, it's, 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 it's a nice sort of synchronization and, oh, doing it is home race, but, like, they don't have to do it now. There's no... Apart from it just looking and feeling nice for PR and marketing, there's no... Like, they, they must feel a level of confidence where they just genuinely don't want to take the punt with Liam at the moment. It just, I know that it obviously feels nice, but they don't have to do it now. No, they don't. And I'm, I I think logically it makes more sense because uh, realistically you've had, you're choosing between three drivers. Yuki Snow has been in the whole year. You've had Daniel Ricciardo in for two rounds and a practice session and Liam Lawson in for three rounds. So you've not really had time to assess. Of course, Lawson has done a brilliant job and that's why uh, there's a lot of debate of whether he should have got the seat or not. But it's so early to to be making that call. But clearly, uh, Alpha Tauri and the whole Honda connection, they wanted it done in Japan. They certainly did. And that's what they got. Uh, So first and foremost, let's talk about Yuki Tsunoda and kind of figure out why he's been locked in for 2024. I don't think this is going to be a difficult discussion because I don't think there's doubts on either of our sides that Yuki Tsunoda has been good this year. I think what's probably been the biggest low light, or not low light, but just something that's maybe given you in particular, Tommy, as a Yuki Tsunoda stan, some, some perhaps doubt is how quickly Liam Lawson has come into this team and appear to be on the same level as Yuki. I think that's the only thing that you can really take away from him because realistically, his results in a car that has been one of, if not the slowest car at a lot of weekends, especially at the start of the year, he was still producing results that 11th, a lot of 11th, you know, that was at the start of the year, like a thing that that just became a, a bit of a, a running running theme. Um, and that's what actually created, <laughs> caused us to go, well, I think points should be... a. Uh, Handed down to 15th. Uh, but apart from that, there hasn't been too much to really go against Yuki, I would say. No, he's had the odd wobble where he's had maybe a difficult race. And I think he's actually also very unfortunate that he's had the 
difficult races as well uh, when Liam has been alongside him. Because, uh, of course, uh, if you look at the races that, that Liam Lawson's been in, in the car since the, the Dutch Grand Prix, uh, Lawson finished 13th. Uh, in the Dutch Grand Prix, Sonoda was 15th, but Sonoda was having a brilliant race, uh, was up there right at the sharp end, uh, a lot of it, and then had a pretty wash strategy. Um, then in Monza, he didn't even make the start of the race, so we couldn't even get to see how he'd do. And then in Singapore, he got punted out also at the start of the race, and, and we didn't get to see qualifying. how he's done. Yeah. Exactly. So we've not. So I think it's unfair to say that. Uh, you can definitely say that Lawson has been on Sonoda's level. We've seen it in qualifying. Um, he's done a very good job, and Lawson's had that consistency. But maybe, uh, yeah, we've we've not really seen them go proper toe to toe and see who's who's properly, you know, the, the quicker driver really at the at the moment. And you wouldn't expect it to be Liam Lawson at this stage of his Formula One career, anyway, would you? But the fact that he's close enough to even have us questioning who's the quickest is should be enough in a lot of people's eyes for Liam to have a seat next year. Now, I mentioned about Yuki's positions. He has three points in this championship. Liam has two after Singapore. uh, And yet Yuki's first five results were 11th, 11th, 10th, 10th, 11th. And we were absolutely gassing him up as this team leader consistency. But he just doesn't have the points to prove it, which seems unfair, especially when we don't have that many retirements in, in this de- modern age of Formula One. He has been really good. And, and that, I just want to bring that up just purely from a recency bias. People will go, yeah, Yuki's not done much, blah, blah, blah. But you look at the season as a whole, and he still does deserve to be in Formula One. Yeah, I mean, after, let's even take Monaco. Um, I think Monaco qualifying, uh, he was absolutely unbelievable. Um so so good and we were we were like Yuki Tsunoda is the absolute goat this year you know he's been the talk of the the whole season where he he'd finished like you say 11th 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 10th 10th so um when it's really hard to get a point and the uh, he was driving exceptionally well and we were talking about Yuki of uh, as being you know is he even in the, the shot at a red bull seat potentially um with how it's going um but the interesting switch of narrative, I guess, uh, with Yuki Tsunoda's career now, um, which of course uh, kind of goes alongside Honda because Honda have uh, brought him uh, on board and there's the the Japanese connection there, um, is that Aston Martin are being supplied uh, uh, by Honda engines in three years' time. And I think that is something that maybe has changed Yuki Tsunoda's path slightly uh, and maybe questioned why would he stay at AlphaTauri when maybe he's not in the plans for the the top Red Bull seat, which is normally what what that AlphaTauri seat is all about? Yes, it's it feels like a holding seat for Yuki Tsunoda before his next stage in his career, uh, which mm. goes against, as you say, this whole sort of Red Bull development and and whatnot. Um, I'm going to force you now, Tommy, to give me some cons about Yuki Tsunoda, as much as you know you are a stan. What what mm. what would be the the biggest con in your eyes uh, for Yuki Tsunoda and perhaps not getting that seat next year? But of course, it's been locked in for him. My, I'd say the con is that he still has an absolutely awful race in him where it goes not just wrong but like spectacularly wrong, where he he kind of, you know, it's not even like uh, 
when it goes wrong for him, it seems like he will finish dead last with about six penalties rather than just having a, a an off weekend. So um, that seems to be uh, Yuki's downfall. He's still got that that race in him occasionally, um, but that's a lot less than it used to be, particularly at the start. Um, I think it's not really a con now because he's he's changed it a bit. But uh, if you look at the start of his career. And maybe it is a con if you compare it to Lawson. Um, they couldn't have had more polar opposite starts where Sonoda looked incredibly quick, but very crash happy and had a lot of incidents and did a lot of damage as a as a rookie in that first season. Uh, whereas Lawson has just come in and been very uh, consistent and, and solid. Um, I wouldn't say like Lawson's been like unbelievable speed and looking like, you know, future world champion. He's just been a really consistent driver and that's why he's been rewarded uh, with the points that he has got. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This episode is sponsored by Tennis Channel Plus. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May the 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. Let's now go to Daniel Ricciardo and explore why he has been locked in for 2024. I don't think there's any uh, anyone in this world that uh, underestimates the, the... Well, actually, no, there probably is, because there are people that question why Daniel Ricciardo has been locked in uh, for next year. Uh, but his marketing uh, pull is is one that I, I'm not sure there's many drivers, barring Lewis Hamilton perhaps, that would bring as much to a team off track uh, than Daniel Ricciardo. He is so well-loved uh, across the entirety of the planet. Uh, but not just that, he is a race winner. We have to keep reminding people he's a multiple race winner. Um, and recency bias, I think, in a lot of ways, plays on a lot of people's minds. And and the and the last couple of seasons he had at McLaren, and it sticks in my mind as well. There is, of course, that element of doubt of okay, has he has he sort of fallen off now? And he 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 only sort of you know, uh, delivers in a car that is specific to his needs. Um, but 
you know, in the very brief amount of time he's been in the Alpha Tauri, he looked all right. Uh, especially at Hungary when he did that that stint uh, for three hundred years on 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 those on those last set of tires. Um, there are plenty of reasons why Daniel Ricciardo has been has been locked in, and you know perhaps we don't know we don't know his pace right now, do we? We don't know how quick he's going to be compared to Yuki Tsunoda when he's properly settled in. Has the the breaking of the hand actually played into his hands somewhat because? They haven't been able to measure him. So they like, right, we've got to lock him in for next year and properly see what he can do over the course of the whole season. Who knows? Um, but but either or, it's... I, I'm, I'm just in so many different minds about if Daniel Ricciardo was ever vulnerable to losing his seat. And the more I think about it, I don't think so after Alpha Tauri and Red Bull committing to him. Yeah, the fact that he was given that that seat uh, of, of Nick DeVries' seat than them picking Lawson... Uh, I do think he's a good, d- despite the fact that there is talk of him being a bit, uh, you know, th- if you say like recency bias, it, the anti-recency bias of uh, how he did at McLaren uh, and saying he might not be all that anymore. Um, he's still like a good benchmark. And I think that's why it's been a case of Daniel Ricciardo's in the seat and then it's between Lawson and Sonoda and who gets that next seat because... If Sonoda and Lawson go against each other, you could find yourself in that in that situation of even though Yuki's been in for a few years, but maybe like uh, Mick Schumacher and Mazepin, where they were two rookies, and you're like, how do we know if that has is any good or not? Because they might just both be struggling and new. So um, Daniel Ricciardo, he had a. It's been really unfortunate that we've not got to see what he can do because Hungary. He drove a very good race after being punted off at the start. Uh, and we were all going, look, Daniel Ricciardo can do a good job. Then Spa, he had a really good sprint race. And we're like, oh my God, this could be curtains for, for Yuki. And then Yuki did an absolutely amazing race uh, in the main race. And Daniel Ricciardo wasn't that good. Uh, and then, of course, he's he's uh, gone and um, injured himself. And we've not got to see much. So it is a really tough call. I can see... I can see why the narrative has changed so much, hasn't it, in AlphaTauri, of who's getting it. Um, I think it's also, um, in, in an extreme way, we've seen that you're only as good as your last race. You know, We asked this at the start of the year. People would be like, absolutely, Yuki deserves a seat. He deserves the Red Bull seat. He's, he's amazing. Now suddenly, like Lawson's the, the greatest of all time because he's got a ninth <laughs> place in Singapore. And then like Daniel Ricciardo came back and everyone was like, oh, He's a bit rubbish, and then oh no, actually he's really really good. So, the, yeah, we we've not had enough of a, a stint really to see how good anyone is, other than Nick DeVries, who wasn't very good. Sorry, Nick. Sorry, Nick, indeed. Um, but yeah, I think that sort of sums up why Daniel Ricciardo's probably been locked in. Um, and fingers crossed, you know, I guess as well, it takes the pressure off him a little bit coming back after. Uh, his injury, whenever that might be, Austin, hopefully, uh, at the latest, uh, takes a bit of pressure off of him, even if it takes him a few more races to, you know, just get through that whole rehabilitation phase and 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 sort of, you know, for his for his hand to to be properly ready again. Um, but we we shall see how that all unfolds for Danny Rick. But I hope it doesn't take him too long to get back up to speed. Because I know then lots lots of people will be going, well, why has Lawson been locked in? Because Danny Rick's half a second off of Sonoda. I can see it already. So hopefully it doesn't happen for his yeah. sake. 
<laughs> and finally, why hasn't Liam Lawson been locked in? And what is next uh, for the young superstar uh, that everybody is crowning him uh, after a few races? It's, I was going to say, I'd definitely be on the grid in 2025. But I don't think you can ever say definitely at this at this sort of level, especially when there are 20 seats and nothing is guaranteed in Formula One because there has to be a space at the inn for someone to, to come in. Um, and you, you look at, right, is he going to go to AlphaTauri? Well, but if Yuki's waiting until 2026, are AlphaTauri going to keep him for another year in 25? Or does Yuki then have a year off and then come back in 26? There's plenty of questions around that. Um, and probably the main vacancy will be Yuki Tsunoda because I don't see Alonso or Stroll jogging on uh, in 25 and then Yuki can go in uh, a year early and then it's clear as day as to where Liam Lawson's going to go. There's no guarantees, is there? No, uh, and that is the beauty and pain of Formula One in equal measures that you just, no one is 100% safe. Um, and it's a shame for Lawson because he's the talk of F1 at the moment and how brilliant he's doing. But say, say, you know, Daniel Ricciardo comes back, uh, does a, does a decent job. Then Lawson has a year out in a year's time. The talk won't be, Oh no, but do you remember Lawson finished ninth at Singapore? It would be, I don't know. There'll be someone doing bits in F two that we're like, oh, he's he's amazing. He deserves a seat. It, it's it's so brutal how you you need to peak at the right times. And harsh for Lawson, you can argue that he probably has because he's been given that the talk of the AlphaTauri seat was well, actually, he didn't have pressure, but he had pressure in the sense of this is his time to show what he can do, and he's done a very good job. But unfortunately, uh, it's not enough. <laughs> for for Alpha Tauri. Not for Alpha Tauri. Uh for Williams, we don't know. We don't know what's what's gonna sort of be on the horizon there and whether that's a uh, you know a shot in the dark uh for Lawson. But yeah, you you, you go to twenty five and, and all of a sudden that hype that you say, Tommy, you know, the narrative does change very quickly and all of a sudden he is up against the next hot shot in the in the junior formula. Um it's 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 difficult because you then question, well, why hasn't he been picked over Yuki Tsunoda? Like we, we say about this Honda deal and yada, yada, yada. But why aren't Red Bull investing in him or pushing harder to get him in the seat earlier when he could be the future of Red Bull in years to come? Especially knowing that there is this, you know, there could be complications of getting, getting him on the grid full stop. I do wonder how much um, the fact that Max Verstappen is still very young. You know, when when you had drivers coming through, like Max himself, you had, you know, Sebastian Vettel, who was kind of um, a little bit older and had moved to Ferrari and things, so they needed that successor. Whereas Lawson, he's not, he's not wildly younger than <laughs> Max Verstappen. It does feel like Max is going to be there forever. So um, I think that has changed the whole prospect of of the the Avatari seat. Um, and I think a lot of it as well is just the fact that they will be a bit more of their own team next year. Uh, I think 
the way that team is going, particularly with the Daniel Ricardo coming in, does seem like they're not so. They're not. It's not a hundred percent like a. This is the junior team. We put the kids in and hope they get to to the Red Bull seat. It's more. It's more like being their own team and scoring uh, a good amount of points. So it's very unfortunate for Lawson. He's done a a, a very good job. He's done all he can really. Um, but Formula One, there's so many different sides to it, uh, unfortunately. And what I do want to say is just because um, just because Daniel Ricciardo, uh, like Liam Lawson's done a good job, I think he deserves the uh, he does deserve to be in Formula One. Um, but that's not to discredit Daniel Ricciardo. I don't think Daniel Ricciardo is there just because he's marketing. I don't think Yuki Tsunoda is there just because he's a Honda driver. Like that's unfair as well. Uh, it's a very, very tough decision um, for for AlphaTauri to make because they've got uh, realistically there's three very good drivers there that all deserve a place, in my opinion. Yeah, it's not as but if only two. <laughs> one is completely washed and, you know, we're like, oh, I can't yeah. believe it. Um, and back to your point around AlphaTauri being its own team, I will believe that, Tommy, when they turn up to stewards' hearings up against Red Bull. That's uh, that's when I uh, <laughs> that's when I'll fully believe that theory. Um, and finally, we, we did a, a poll uh, over on our YouTube community uh, where thousands of you have voted and we asked which of these drivers deserves the AlphaTauri seat the most. 15% reckon Daniel Ricciardo. 23% reckon Sonoda and 62% have voted Liam Lawson, which I I, I mean, Liam's doing great, but I feel there's an element of momentum, hype and recency bias going on for that level of percentage uh, going on to be the, the driver that most deserves this. You do that after, say Lawson's come in at the start of the year, had a night, you know, one good result, but Sonoda's had those, those five 11th, 10th, 10th, 11th, 11th, or whatever it is. Yeah, I guarantee yeah. that result was completely different. Yeah, exactly. I, I think it is going to be fascinating as we move to Japan, Qatar. Not sure when Daniel Ricciardo will be back. Um, I'd like to see, uh, of course, I'd like to see Daniel Ricciardo back, but I'd like maybe two or three races where we do actually get to see properly Sonoda and Lawson go up against each other in a normal race not with, you know, uh, a breakdown or, or different strategies or things like that, and just see a bit, a bit more clearly uh, how how they're doing. And you know, if Lawson is wiping the floor with Sonoda, then fair enough. But I think at the moment it's unfair to think that Lawson is is so much better than Sonoda because that's just not not the case. But, um, yeah, you know, even even Singapore, um, Yuki. You know, of course, yeah, he made a mistake in in Q two and had the the problem uh, with with the traffic in Q two. But you know, he put he he was first in in Q one, and that lap was good enough to put him in Q three. So there's no denying that Yuki Tsunoda uh, is an unbelievably quick driver, uh, and there's a lot of potential there. It's going to be interesting to see how the Japanese Grand Prix unfolds as well uh, the weekend mm-hmm. with Lawson having some experience in Super Formula, which is you know a series that. The cars are almost as quick as Formula One cars. So he has got experience around here. So that'll be uh, interesting to see how that all unfolds. And that is it. Thank you, everybody, for watching and listening to this uh, chat around the AlphaTauri seat drama. Tommy, what are your final thoughts? Uh, Don't underestimate Yuki Tsunoda. Oh, here it is. The fanboy has come out (laughs) once again. I knew it would come out eventually. Uh, And my final thoughts are... 
Congratulations, Dan Ricardo and Yuki Sonoda. Liam, you'll be on the F1 grid full-time soon, I'm sure. Maybe. Fingers crossed. Bye! Bye! P1 is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.